Hey, what is up, Bless You Podcast? Hope everyone listening is doing well. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode. How you doing, Connor? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. What's good? What's good with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> I can't handle that. <laughs> can't. What's good, bro? <laughs> no. The accents last episode. The... <laughs> you done shredding the gnar? <laughs> oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Getting pitted. <laughs> We're getting pitted, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I could whip out a surfer accent at any given moment. I would love that. All right, dude. So on this episode <laughs> of Bless You Podcast, we're going to be shredding the waves, bro. <laughs> it reminds me of the guy in SpongeBob. Which guy? Sandy Cheeks? No. That's the, a girl. He, no. <laughs> That's okay, moving forward. <laughs> forward. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad that you're doing well, Stuart. Today, we have an incredible guest on our Just Friends segment, yes. uh, someone that I get to work very close with and am blessed by on the daily, Stuart, in your time that you've been here, I can only speak for you in this and say that you've been blessed by her as well. So true. But so true. we've got a special guest, Brittany Bowen, on the podcast with us. Make some noise. Let's go. Brittany, how are you doing today? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for having me, guys. You'll notice <laughs> little <is> southern drawl <laughs> on oh, her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Can we just get a, a y'all real quick? You bet y'all. <laughs> oh, I just, I yeah, that's amazing. Can we get a can we get a catch up? Okay, <laughs> Stuart can't let it go. That one time, instead of saying ketchup, I said catch up. Catch up. But. I mean, it's just something to keep in mind. <laughs> if we ever um, talk about condiments on this episode. <laughs> yeah. We're going to well. bring Brittany on. That's a tongue twister. <laughs> bring Brittany on. Okay, guys. I've got our icebreaker question. Let's go. I'm really excited about this one. Let's go. Okay. it's kind of It kind of demands an explanation, so bear with me. Okay. So picture this. You're sitting at a table, and there is a large portion of food in front of you, and you have to eat all of it. <laughs> <laughs> what food do you think you could crush the best? An example would be like a hundred chicken nuggets. Yeah. Or like four pizzas. Like which You food? have to give the quantity as well of like or can we just say it's a um, it's a lot of this food. It's a lot of that food. I was just So a lot of one okay. type of food? Yeah. Not a meal. Okay, I got okay. you. I already got it. Okay, then oh, what is go it? ahead. <laughs> it is spring lotus spring rolls. Dang. By far. I thought you were about to hit us with like some brisket or something. Well, that's what you would think. First, my thought was steak and sweet potato. But then I got out of the meal thing because you said the, you know, like 100 chicken nuggets. And yeah. so and I'm thinking like eight spring rolls. Chicken, please. Eight. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know that doesn't seem I'm like a lot. like 800 but, uh, spring rolls right now. Did I? Did I? Take a pause. I, I didn't mean 800. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I love those things. <laughs> I'm losing it right now. I was like, 100 chicken nuggets. Okay, but she has me a single digit. I'm being realistic. <laughs> Maybe nine. Uh, <laughs> Do you <laughs> <laughs> it, but the whole point of the icebreaker, Britt, is that it's not realistic. Oh, <laughs> well then. Fantasyland. Let's say 2,000 <laughs> shrimps. What? Just have, shrimp. Do you have to make shrimp plural or like just? Shrimp. One? I don't, but that's why it's not realistic anymore. No, no, no. But like, okay, the food that you love, oh, yeah, that yeah, if yeah. you had to try to like eat the most of that, like a table full of it, it would be the spring rolls. Spring rolls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But not you. Okay, not y'all eight. ask this question like it didn't have a right or okay, wrong answer. You're but right. It obviously. You're right. Hey, hey. so sorry. Called out <laughs> that we attacked you. Yeah. And two minutes into the podcast, <laughs> Stuart. <laughs> what would yours be? 
Oh my goodness. Um, that is a great question. I think, man, I could, I really think I could crush some, um, some chicken nuggets. Like eight? <laughs> Maybe a 12 <laughs> count. <laughs> I really genuinely do think I could crush like a hundred chicken nuggets. Wow. Or like dino nuggets. Okay, but hold on. Trader Joe's chicken dramellas. I haven't had those before. Oh, my goodness. Oh, so this sorry. might be the last episode, you guys. Would you use ketchup on them? Oh, condiments. <laughs> Bring it back. Um, it's already a dub. Con, I, what would you say? I've I've literally knocked out two whole boxes of chicken, chicken drumellas before, um, and they come with 25 in each of them. Are they chicken nuggets, or are they, like, drumsticks? They're, like, no, no, no. They're, they're in the shape of a drumstick, but they're chicken nuggets. They're Oh. They're so good. Um, but that wouldn't be mine. Mine would be sushi. Anybody that oh. knows me that's gone to sushi with me is like, yeah, they're like, that's you're insane. Yeah, so really sushi would be the the main thing for me. Can we go to sushi together? I love sushi. Absolutely. We got to do it in August, though. I'm out of all of my blow money. <laughs> Shout out to my <laughs> wife and our budget. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Today is just like a different kind of energy right now. <laughs> it is. I think it's the heat inside of this room right now. It's so warm. <laughs> Well, let's just kick it off. Brittany, we're going to ask you a series of questions. We just want to get to know you. We want our listeners to see Jesus and what he's done in your life. And you're just like, you used to do these things called Motivational Mondays. So uh, we're going to kick it off with that. Tell us a little bit about what Motivational Mondays were here in the office. Oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Well, me and Cinders, as I call her, Cindy. Adelman. Yep. We also um, known as Squindy as well. <laughs> there's that in <and laughs> DJ Sanders. There's a lot of names. Yeah. But <laughs> They're all floating around the office. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we were just noticing at a specific season that our staff was just seeming um, less energized and less alive and just a lot of weight on everyone um, from just numerous things. And so we wanted to figure out a way to brighten the office. And so yeah. every single Monday we would go around to each person's office and we would have a song and a dance and then we would have like a prop or like something to give them and so then we would go basically attack them with singing dancing (laughs) and love (laughs) and it was so fun i actually missed that a whole bunch it was absolutely incredible i can attest to that that like it literally brought the office to another level on monday Even when people were sick, like our motivational thing for that week, like there were like five people out. So we went around. Pre-COVID. Pre-COVID. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this (laughs) (laughs) is. (laughs) Disclaimer, that was (laughs) pre-COVID. Well, yeah, we went around with like the emergency package and different things. And then our dance was like, do, do, do. Another one bites the dust, but not you. And then we hand them an emergency packet. And we're like, be blessed in Jesus' name. Uh, My favorite one was actually when we were in lockdown. And you guys recorded the one uh, to the song, My Sharona. But they said, by Corona. It was was the best thing ever. It was the best thing ever. I would pay serious money to bring Motivational Monday back. Hmm. How much money you got? Yeah. Like, what are we talking? What are you talking? What <laughs> serious money I, in your time? $3. <laughs> that is serious. That, hey, that's $3 enough. I think we need... Thank you. Next Monday. Correct. Yeah, that's like $1.50 for each of us. <laughs> yeah. That's Take a big it. bucks. 100%. Okay, so we're talking about the office. Brittany, what do you do for work? Tell the audience a little bit about what your job looks like. 
Yeah. Um, I have a couple different areas I work with. I work with Pastor Cassie, and we do um, a lot of things regarding like rooted story, life and rhythm, and just other groups that we call E3 groups. They're those 10 mm. week groups cool. that you can get involved in, which are super awesome. So I work with her doing that, training facilitators for those groups, um, hosting events. Also, I do, um, I work with our youth worship team i love casey Come so on much now. kingdom culture <laughs> and so we um yeah just equipping uh worship leaders training them musically spiritually i love it we have an awesome team and then also i recently started working with our kids um doing worship for that and oh, that is oh. so much fun <laughs> yeah do you have like choreographed hand Oh, motions. you bet. Oh, that's I, incredible. You I'm are the like, right person for that job. That's for I'm sure. dancing in the office all the time and just like random people walk yeah. by and just stare at me. And what you guys also <laughs> don't know about Brittany that she didn't share is Brittany is the best, the best leader of teaching line dances. We have had multiple oh. line dance nights yeah. at our youth church and Brittany cry, like designed for that, like big... <laughs> Like better than Richard Simmons back in the day. Like big. That's a flex. It is, right? It is. But yeah. she has the headset on. She's leading them. She's talking them through it. She's counting steps. Like, okay, here's what we're doing next. <laughs> and and all the while, not missing a single step herself inside of that. Incredible. It literally was a dream of mine to lead a workout class. Come like on. with a headset and all this kind of stuff. And then after doing that for um, youth church at Casey, I was like, God, you really care about my dreams. Like, yeah. I'm serious. It's not yes. the way I envisioned, but it was like even better. Yeah, <laughs> I remember you actually saying that to me verbatim <laughs> the night the, after the first time we did that. Yeah. That was amazing. He cares about amazing. the small stuff. Just 100%. Yeah. He does care. <laughs> Don't give up on your stuff. dreams, people. <laughs> <laughs> and that's for growing sure. up in Texas for you, too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. That's amazing. So, ministry, you're in it. You, you wear multiple hats, hands in multiple areas. Um, which one's your favorite? No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, no. Pick a tell us which one you love the most. I'm just kidding. But what what did ministry look like for you in the past? Like, how did you understand, like, that when this door opened, um, like you were becoming equipped for ministry. Like what did your life look like leading up to this growing up as a kid? Like just give us a background of who you are and how you got into ministry. Wowzers. Um, <laughs> so, okay, yeah. I accepted Christ when I was six years old and got baptized. And, um, and it was in like seventh grade that I felt this call to full-time ministry and wow. I had no idea what that would look like <laughs> at all but I just remember like telling um, the people in my life and uh, then as I got older I um, went and I got my degree in speech communications in college and then after that I went to a worship ministry school for a year and then I did youth with a mission where I did some mission stuff and, yeah. mm -hmm. and I was just trying to figure it all out you know <laughs> I'm like aren't we all hey. yeah <laughs> <laughs> and um yeah and honestly I I still don't know exactly what I'm going for but all I know is um the Lord spoke to me in high school because I have so many different passions and things that excite me. And mm -hmm. I was like, Lord, these don't seem to all fit together. And so I thought I had to choose one and I had to like focus in on one thing and get really good at it. Yeah. But that's not how he made me. He made me um, like good at a lot of things, but not like 
focused in or great at one. And yeah. so I was kind of like, what, what do I do with that? But he spoke to me at that time that he wanted to use all of those things and all of those passions. Amen. And yeah. And so I didn't know how he's going to do it, but like the more and more I press in here at Sage and, um, just like keep asking the Lord to lead me, he is literally giving me, um, <laughs> just opportunities and passions to use all of the giftings and things yeah. that he put in me that just bring me to life and bring me joy. And so I'm excited to see how that continues unraveling and that he can use like all of these things. So I don't have to choose. He really put all those things in me for a reason. And so we're excited to, to see what he does though, too, you know, yeah. just from our angle, uh, I feel like there's a lot going on, uh, that, you know, you hit the nail on the head, a lot of different areas that the Lord has gifted you in. And it's exciting. Cause it's kind of like, okay, which card am I using now? Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> Totally. And like it's last episode, we were talking about what is God's will. And the good news is that God allows us to choose. Mm -hmm. yeah. He's like, here's all these things for you. You do with them what you want. You honor me however you see fit. Mm -hmm. And sometimes he speaks really directly and he'll, um, he'll like be really clear and he'll say what you have to do. But other times he gives you the choice. Right. That's great. Yeah. It's one of the yeah, the best gift he has given us is choice and so I love that. So you talked about seventh grade Brit. Like I got a call to ministry in my life. Let me tell you, that is exactly opposite of where I was in seventh grade. That's amazing. <laughs> but like you went through all these different things and you've kind of seen how the Lord has uh, equipped you and is empowering you in these areas and, and is giving you these like kind of these natural abilities to do multiple things. Right. Um, but like, I have to believe that there were some pivotal moments in there. Some things where God kind of like laid down a nugget for you and you're like, yep, this is, this is what it looks like. This is where I'm going. This is ministry for me. Or like, um, like I desire to go here. And then all of a sudden it's like, wait a minute, go in this direction. What, what, what is like, give us an example of like, what is something that was so pivotal inside of your, your journey going into ministry? Hmm. <clears throat> that is, that is tough. Um, hmm. Well, in regards to worship specifically, um, there was a time in college that I was going I had to choose between getting my minor <laughs> in Spanish hmm. or staying within um, leading a worship team at the time. And so that was super difficult for me to decide. And I asked the Lord about it. And he said that um, Spanish could reach Spanish speakers, but music could reach everybody. And, um, and so I was like, Huh. Okay. So I knew at that moment I for sure was being called um, into this place of worship and I didn't really know what that would look like. And, mm -hmm. but that was the first time I like led a team was in college. And that's when he started unfolding that I didn't just have this passion for worship, but I actually had a passion for team building and team bonding and unity and um, training and teaching. And he just like unfolded all of these new passions within me. And I was like, what? Okay. <laughs> and I oh was my like, goodness. <laughs> yeah, I was like so excited about that. Yeah. And um, yeah, so that was for sure one that was huge. And then 
over even this past year, him just beginning to, again, unpack this idea of like worship, that it's more than just music. Mm -hmm. And um, what does it look like to live a life of worship beyond just the music portion of it? Yeah. And so, That's amazing. That's amazing. Um, Yeah, I'm just so encouraged. Say that again really quickly. Uh, I don't want to like scoot over that, what you said about the Spanish to the worship. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, that was so powerful. Say that again for us. Like, I feel like people might have not heard that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, like, bless our listeners with that again, because I feel like that's that's a big thing for people is um, they're trying to figure out what they're supposed to do, what they're called to, God, where are you leading me? And they forget, like, that God is doing something so big mm-hmm. and massive um, to reach all mm-hmm. of his people. So say that again for us, yeah, if you don't mind. Yeah, he spoke to me that... Um, if I continued on with that minor, um, that Spanish would only be able to reach Spanish speakers. Um, and But if I moved on in the music route, that music has the potential and ability to reach all people. Oh, my and goodness. And I can learn Spanish songs, you know. Yeah. Um, but I, I just felt him saying, don't limit for my specific calling. Not yep. for everyone. S- some people might specifically be called to you know, um, the gospel in, with reaching Spanish speakers. Mm-hmm. But for my specific calling and destiny, I felt the Lord saying, this is the route you need to take. And I needed to listen to that. So, Dang. Yeah. Hey, we're just going to end right now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, that's so encouraging. That's so encouraging and encouraging, too, to hear, like, I feel like a lot of people would listen to that and be like, oh, I guess I'm not going to do Spanish. And it's like, no, 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 like. It's the body of Christ, yeah. right? And it's how he's equipping each and every one of us in our differences, in yeah. our stories, in our testimonies to continue to reach everybody for the gospel, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's right. so amazing. And I think it's so key to, yeah, ask the Lord, like, because that answer he gave me would not fit for every person. So it's so important that everyone is asking the Lord for their specific, like, path in life what is he telling them and that's why we have to be in communication with him like personally (laughs) better preach and just off the top of my head you just preached pretty recently didn't you (gasps) oh talk to us about that a little bit where'd you (laughs) preach what'd you preach on and how was that experience oh yeah i preached at a church in omac and it's called cornerstone and it was super good i was really really nervous so like i know People don't think it, but when I talk, like when I have to speak in front of people, it freaks me out. Like, <laughs> and you know, God. Yeah. Well, I, I only know it from behind the <laughs> scenes, but dude, if I was sitting in a crowd oh. and saw, I'm going to be like, dude, she does this every day of her life. I've gone through, like, God has just had to walk me slowly through it. And he's so patient with me. But like, when I had to speak in front of a class that Connor and I were both in, like my hands shook <laughs> the whole time. It was so bad. And I like couldn't stop yeah. it. It was so bad. And then I'll be sick to my stomach. I'll, my heart will feel like it's going to come out of my chest. But luckily, like God has been growing me so much. And then this past time in OMAC, it was so good. And I, and I had so much fun. And, and I just felt him speaking to me um, that – So every year I get a word of the year from the Lord and Mm -hmm. I ask him um, for that. And this year it was access. So if you ever see me, I have like a key necklace on and that's a reminder of my word access. And what he's speaking to me through that is that I have access to everything I need 
through him. And he gave me this picture of, you know, those dolls, what are they called? Where there's like one and you open there's it. There's a million of them inside. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> open one doll. There's name. another, you open yeah. another. Yeah. And so he gave me a picture of that and was showing me that I was, um, that first doll. And then you open it up and there's another one and it was him. And then you open that one. And then it was everything I needed. Mm. And he was speaking to me that I have everything I need in him. Um, and so, yeah, I, I was just trying to remember that through the time of going into preaching yeah. that like it, it's changed the way I pray. Like I don't have to beg the Lord for peace because it's already in me Woo! because he is in me. Come so on. all I have to do is come to him and say, Hey Lord, please help me to know how to access your peace deeper today. Like, I, I need to step wow. deeper into that. I know it's already in me. I don't even have to ask you for it because it's a fruit of your spirit. Your yeah. spirit lives in me. You better believe so it. So how can I like rest in that peace today, you know, and say no to the other things, the anxiety or fear or you know, stress, you know? So. Yeah. <laughs> Britt's on a roll today, man. I love it. She is just, she's, she's doing it. Uh, okay, so I got two more questions for you here. Uh, the first one is, we've talked collectively as a staff, we've sat down in our ministry huddles, right? Cause we're in the same division essentially of, you know, the church here at Sage Hills. So we sit down in those meetings and uh, we've also met, you know, talking about student ministry things. Um, and, and you have a very unpopular opinion from the rest of the world that most people would say 2020 was the worst year of their life. And I've heard it come out of your mouth that it was the best year of your life. So run us through that, Britt. What did God do in 2020? Why was that the best year of your life? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I'm a person like all, I'm all about growth. And so when I say best year, like I don't want it, don't get it twisted. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it was not the easiest year. Mm. It was actually one of the hardest um, years, but I call it the best because it was the most transformational. Yeah. Like it was the most transformative year, I think, of my life where I, the Lord took me through this process of healing and he took me through a process of like stepping into deeper freedom and like authority. Mm-hmm. And, um, so that's why I would describe it as the best year because I feel like I am better than I've ever been. And it's yeah. because I didn't shy away from the hard stuff. Like, like I let him, <laughs> you know, walk me through it. And it was really difficult sometimes, but, um, I, I loved 2020. I really did. I felt so good about it. And I just feel like, yeah, he, he already paid for our freedom and he just showed me how to again, just like the access, like how to step deeper into that freedom. So, so good. So good. So last question here, we're going to wrap this thing up and it's kind of a twofold question. Okay. So you're someone who really, I've noticed like you really press into the Lord and you turn on your listening ears big time. Um, what is something that God has been speaking to you or teaching to you during this time? And then from that, how can you allow that to encourage someone, like give someone a word of encouragement who might be listening, who might be inside of like where you were and what is God teaching you, speaking to you, like how can you encourage them of that? Hmm, okay. It's a loaded question, yeah, but it's good though. This, why would we end off any this, of this, you know? <laughs> this is always where my brain is, so this is good. Um, <laughs> um, I would say a big thing 
that God has been teaching me is, okay, so there's this thing in my life and the listeners here haven't, sorry, you haven't earned the right to know it all, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, there's this thing in my life I feel like I've struggled with forever, especially since about 15, so like 12 years. Um, and I, over those years, have been able to like go to the Lord and ask him for forgiveness in this place, like again and again. Um, and I know he forgives me. And so I, I go to him and I ask for forgiveness, but I've been able to do that because either I feel guilty or I feel shame or I could even feel like a healthy conviction about mm-hmm. it, right? So it's not always bad, but um, I've been able to do that. However, I've never been able to actually see change happen in that place and feel like I could move out of that, you know? Yeah. And the Lord spoke to me the other day that it's because uh, the scripture says that it's his kindness that leads us to repentance. And what repentance is, is true change. Yeah. And he said, because you've never received my kindness in this area, you've never been able to change. Wow. And he spoke to me that conviction will lead me to the cross, but kindness will lead me to change. Yeah. And he said, so you can only change to the degree in which you receive my kindness in this area. And so I was like, oh my goodness. <laughs> and so, <laughs> okay, God. I, <laughs> so I started like just asking him to help me receive like his kindness for this thing rather than beating myself up about it. Um, And through that, like through actually seeing his perspective and like the grace that he has for me and realizing that like it's already been paid for, like everything, every sin in the past, everyone that I will commit in the future, like it's already all been paid for. So realizing that and then receiving his kindness in this place has has led me to actually seeing true change. And so my encouragement to people listening would be um, if you want to see change in your life, receive his kindness um, because so <laughs> that's really what will good. help. Yeah. Again, that that conviction is so good and yeah. it will lead you to the cross, but kindness is going to lead you to change. So to receive more of that today. And if you feel like you can't ask him to help you receive it because right. he will. That's right. He will. Absolutely. Just truth bombs left and right here, man. Well, hey, Brittany, I just want to say on behalf of Stuart and I and the Bless You podcast, thank you so much for coming on and blessing us here. It's already a blessing that we get to see you in the office every day and work alongside you, but just hearing a little bit more of your story and what God has done in your life and just the things that you've come through, you've seen victory in and overcoming in, like it's just encouraging. It really is, and it kind of takes it to the next level for us. So thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thank you guys. Y'all are awesome. (laughs) It's amazing. It's amazing. Well, hey, if you're tuning in, uh, you can find us on Spotify. You can find us on Anchor, uh, other streaming platforms for our podcast. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you can check us out at bless.u.podcast. Go ahead and drop a DM or a like or a comment. Let us know what you want us to discuss. We love you guys. We are so blessed by you and we cannot wait to continue to bless you with all the things that God is doing in our lives. We love you guys. See ya.